Hello, my name is Lindsay Weirich and you're listening to the Frugal Crafter Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for spending some of your day with me today. The question I want to ask you this week is, have you played lately? I mean, really played with your art supplies. Have you sewn weird fabrics together to see what would happen? Have you tried different paper and different pastel combinations? Have you just grabbed a bunch of supplies, not knowing what they would do together, and just sat down and experimented? Well, if the answer is no, I encourage you to do so. I think we can get really burned out in our creative endeavors when we keep sticking to a safe path. So if you know that you mix these fabrics together, you're going to have a beautiful quilt. If you know that you mix these papers together, you're going to have a beautiful card. If you know you use this brand of watercolor on this brand of paper, you're going to have a lovely painting. And that's good. It's definitely nice to find your tried and true mediums and to be able to replicate works with confidence and, um, you know, create what your mind's eye sees. But if you're not pushing yourself to the point where you actually get in trouble once in a while, or you get stuck, or you get challenged, then you're going to get stale and burned out. I know in my career, which is a lot of online teaching, I tend to go for um, projects that can be easily reproduced by others and easily explained by me while I'm teaching. So that way I can give a step-by-step lesson. But if I go too long without experimenting and playing with materials with no end um, expectation of having a class or having a video to show for it, or even having a pretty picture to post on Instagram, if I go too long between experimenting, I get very, uh, just very dull feeling, very burnt out. I feel like none of my work is original anymore. And then it just gets stale. And I think you can notice that. I think you can see that in people's work when their work is very safe, predictable, and stale. So to keep yourself out of that predictability, you need to experiment. You need to risk ruining some paper. You need to risk wasting supplies, which if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know the only wasted paint is the paint that sits in the tube and never gets used or dries up before you can use it. The only wasted paper is the paper that goes bad because the sizing goes bad because it's so old and it was exposed to humidity and you never got a chance to use fabric that sits in your shelves and the moths get to it or it fades in the sun. So use it now while it's fresh and inspiring. I've talked about that perfect piece of scrapbook paper before that I bought so many years ago, but I could never think of a project that was good enough to use it on. Don't let that happen to your supplies. Try them out. Give them some life. Worst comes to worst is you use them up and you have to go buy new ones. But if you've actually used them up, then it's not going to feel wasteful or feel bad to have to replace them. And and you're probably not going to have to replace a full set of anything. You'll replace a tube of paint or you'll replace a colored pencil or you replace um, a few sheets of paper. So really, it's... Whatever it is that is in your mind that is stopping you from experimenting because you're afraid you're going to waste or you're afraid that you're not good enough, you got to put that aside and just do it anyway. And yeah, it can be scary. It can be scary to say, okay, I've got I've got one day. Um, I want to use my time wisely. Should I experiment or should I do something that's safe that I know will yield results? 
Well, I'd say if you had a like a, a, a freelance job and you had to do this particular project by a certain time to get paid, yeah, you probably ought to do the safe thing. But if you are a hobbyist or even if you're a professional artist and you don't have a specific deadline, experiment because that sort of creative play is what's going to take your artwork to the next level. It's going to take your craft work to the next level. So that will open you up to a whole new audience. It'll broaden your audience that you have. The audience that you have that may have been getting bored with the work that you've been putting out, they're going to be re reinvigorated. They're going to see that and they're going to be like, yeah, that's why I like that artist. I have such good taste. Look what she's doing. Look what he's doing. You know, that's going to, that's going to, it's going to encourage them to really notice what you're doing and to follow you and to keep tabs on what you're doing and to kind of want to be on that journey with you. But you got to stay experimental. You've got to stay trying new things. And it doesn't mean you have to do crazy stuff like um, try all new supplies every single day and make a huge mess or rent a studio space or do anything too wild. It's just keeping that childlike, playful experience and an attitude with your work so that you're always creating something fresh and new when you sit down. Even if you're going back to those tried and true techniques, which of course you will do that, you'll have these other little pearls of, of wisdom that you can add in. You'll have these different ways you can use this product. You'll have different um, ideas about what you can mix with the your everyday uh, supplies you use all the time. Maybe you usually work strictly watercolor, but you decide you're going to maybe branch out and use some ink tents or use some gouache or use some color pencil or use some gold leaf. Just something that's kind of different than what you usually do. The next time you're sitting down with your watercolors, you may realize that there's a situation where it would be perfect to put gold leaf in the background or it would be beautiful to add a little bit of gouache or maybe you're working on a freelance project for someone and you make a mistake and you realize, oh, I could use watercolor ground to fix that, or oh, I could use gouache to fix that. You're going to have so many more ideas on how to get yourself out of trouble, which I swear is most of what art is. We make a we make a mess, we get ourselves stuck, and then the creativity comes in trying to get ourselves unstuck, trying to figure out how to fix the big mess that we've made. And you cannot learn how to fix these messes until you make them, until you experiment. It's like when you're teaching your kids to drive, they they can do perfectly well with their driving instructor on the you know prescribed courses, um, parallel parking in a parking lot uh, that is like has cars parked perfectly distanced away so they can you know have those perfect situations. But it's not until you take them out into the city and you have them driving until they so they can get that experience and see the different things that can happen and they can learn how to react, pivot, be. Um, be defensive or assertive drivers as they're working or defensive drivers to, to avoid the mistakes to, or to avoid accidents and problems. That doesn't happen by sitting in a classroom and parallel parking in a parking lot with perfectly spaced cars. You have to get out there and get some experience. And as artists, you need to get out there and get experience. As crafters, you need to get out there and you need to get experience. And that is what is going to bring that joy and satisfaction to your artwork. Now, I want you to think, I want you to sit and think of when you first began your creative journey. Maybe this was as a child. Maybe this was as an adult. Maybe you never thought you were creative and then you had kids and decided to go to a scrapbook store for one of their classes. And then you realized, wow, I'm creative. I can take these photos and I can present them in a way that is 
artistically enriching and creative for me. It's also beautiful to view for my family. And you're feeling that kind of spark of creativity. Maybe you took a quilting class and you never thought you'd be able to sew anything. Maybe you had bad experiences in high school home economics class and you sewed your sleeve to your apron or something. Maybe you had a bad uh, experience and then you realized, I can do this. I can make things. I can mix these different patterns together and come up with exciting stuff. Or remember how exciting it was when you just had a couple new things to play with and you were learning how they go together, whether it be drawing, whether it be painting, whether it be making jewelry. Remember those feelings you got when you were new. That's what hooked you. That's what made you excited about creating. As we get used to our supplies, as we mature, we don't get those um, those big dopamine hits that often. We don't get that experience of trying something completely new very often. That's why we need to experiment so that we can get that feeling of it all being fresh and new again, like following in love all over again. You need to keep the spark alive. You need to keep the spice in your creative pursuits. And it comes through experimentation. Now, will all these experiments be great? Of course they won't. Think about those first few things that you made, which you thought were beautiful at the time, I'm sure. And I thought my first endeavors at things are beautiful at the time. But, you know, I, I can look back at something I sewed when I was a teenager. I can look back at my first few scrapbook pages while they are delightful and lovely. I can definitely see that I have come a long way since then. But when you are first doing that, everything is new and you feel so excited to have made something. That's why you got to keep experimenting. You may have to really reach if you are a mixed media artist and you're used to trying things all the time. You might actually think like, well, I've tried it all. What, what else is there to try? This is when you need to go back and you need to reinvigorate those old supplies. Recently, I've been using my ink tense blocks. I really enjoyed the ink tense pencils when I first got them. So I thought I would love the blocks and I bought the blocks and they just, I don't know, I just didn't really like them. They weren't as, they didn't give me that big hit of uh, excitement that I got when I got the pencils. So they kind of sat on the shelf. I used them once in a while, but not too often. And then a friend of mine gave me some art graph uh, watercolor blocks and I never used them before. So they were new and exciting. I'd always seen, I'd seen them now and again, but I never really thought they would be for me. But I thought, well, I'm going to give this a try because my friend thought I'd really like these and I loved them. And then as I was using them, I was thinking, you know, these kind of remind me of my Intense blocks. So I took out my Intense and I matched up colors and I swatched them and I realized they were almost identical type of product to my Intense blocks. So then I started using them together and I was getting that kind of that um, artistic high of when something just finally clicks in your brain and you're finding a way to use an old supply. That is a fantastic feeling. So if you are a mixed media artist and you have, you have collected tons and tons of different medias and supplies and papers and tools, get something out that you never really liked. Get something out that you maybe you kept it because it was expensive and you just felt bad that you spent all that money, but it wasn't really for you. Dig it out again. You bought that for some reason. There was something about it that made you hit that buy now button and had it delivered to your house or you saw it in a craft store or an art supply store and it excited you. Get that supply out and play with it. Now, play with it without any expectations. Get out some paper that you're not afraid of ruining or some canvas or whatever medium, that, whatever surface you like to work on and start playing. Maybe you'll come up with some really cool paper that you can use as the cover of a handmade book. Maybe you'll discover that you've created a wonderful technique that could be a background to an acrylic painting or that you want to um, maybe 
maybe use your, your supplies in a different way. Like with the Inktense blocks, you can like scrape off some of the pigment and make like a brush-o type effect. Maybe there's another supply that you've been yearning for, but you don't feel like buying it because you have so many supplies already. Try to duplicate that new supply you want with what you already have. That's a wonderful jumping off point for some good creative experimenting. I want you to use the supplies you have in your stash. I want you to spend more time creating. I want you to spend less time on things that waste time. And it could be different from everybody. Everybody wastes time in a different manner. I've been doing a, a social media detox this last week, and I have found all kinds of time I never knew I had. And it has really helped me experiment. And, that, and I think that one is a, is a really good Place you can steal some time from, from steal the time that you might spend scrolling on social media and put that into art making time. Because not only does scrolling on social media waste time, but it can also, you may think you're going on social media like Pinterest or Instagram or Facebook or whatever to inspire you. But what you could end up doing is you're just, you can kind of dull your senses and you're seeing this beautiful work that other people have done, which could be inspiring, or you could look at it and say, oh, they did that. That's cool. And you kind of got that, that instant gratification of seeing the artwork already done with these products that you might feel like, oh, okay, that's possible, but I don't need to do it because I already saw they did it. You know, and it's like, um, anytime you get a, a dopamine hit from something that was not difficult to achieve, you actually lower your happiness uh, baseline you need to kind of earn that uh, that creative hit. You need to get your hands dirty and you need to create. And that's where you're going to be getting that dopamine hit, which is what makes you feel happy and makes you feel exciting. It doesn't happen by scrolling Pinterest. Maybe it did once. Maybe it did when you first discovered a certain artist and you would start to look at their work and maybe you did get really inspired and it made you want to, want to work. But the more you're exposed to that, the less you are going to get from it. You really need to get your hands dirty and start playing with your supplies so that you can create work that excites you and it will always return a good yield of investment. So if you think of um, doing, let's say you, let's say you've got two hours to create and you decide, well, I'm going to do, I'm going to do something that I know is safe. I'm going to transfer a pattern on my watercolor paper. And I'm going to paint that because I know how it's going to come out. Um, I can feel safe that I will have something good when I'm done. Or you could take that two hours and say, um, I am going to sketch with some charcoal and then I'm going to add some water to it. Then I'm going to add some brush to it. Then I'm going to try some watercolors over that. And I'm just going to see what happens. I don't care how it turns out. I'm just going to play. That is going to yield you more creative moolah, let's say. Let's call it creative bucks. It's going to give you some creative bucks. So option number one, where you transfer the, the pattern onto your painting, onto your paper, and you paint along. And, I'm, and you know, if you're a beginner and this is what you're doing, that probably is going to teach you a lot. But if you've been painting for a while, it's going to be almost like you're on autopilot. Yeah, you'll enjoy yourself. It's nice, but you're not going to be really challenging yourself. But you do so that you might like put, say, five dollars of energy in and get five dollars of creative bucks back. When you do the experimenting, though, say you're putting um, you're putting five dollars of uh, energy in, but you're going to be getting like twenty five in creative bucks back because you're going to learn all these different things that you can do. You're going to see how different medias react and you're going to be able to bank that information in your brain. So the next time you are creating something and you need a little something, something in the background or you need a little um, linear like mark making to add some definition or some energy, you're going to know what you can use. You're going to have way more ideas because you have way more experience on um, on how you can get there. Any Anybody, no matter what they do in their profession, 
they, they do not start out at the top of their game. It takes years and years of experience. You look at golfers, they usually don't get good until they're in their 50s. You look at a lot of, um, you look at artists, you look at musicians, they get better with age because they're trying new things, they're experimenting, they're learning the tools of the trade, they're learning what works and what doesn't. Look at writers, writers get better with age. Most skilled professions get better with age. Not all athletes, just because your body tends to break down after a while, but they're not like, they're not born stars. They have to work, they have to experiment, they have to practice, and art is the same way. Practice and experimenting are different. Practice is you can do the same brush strokes over and over again and build that muscle memory. You can uh, practice drawing a likeness, practice drawing, pra drawing practices, fantastic. But that's not so much experimentation because you are following a prescribed set of rules and you are working to refine those prescribed rules. Experimenting is trying something new, trying something you just learned about, inventing the technique yourself, uh, trying different mediums. It may not make you a better technical artist, but it will make you a more creative one. It, and it's two sides of the scale. We need to, we need both. You need the discipline and practice of honing your craft, but you also need the creativity to go along with it, or you're just going to be reproducing picture after picture. And that is a rut that a lot of artists fall into. That's a rut that I have fallen into in the past, especially if my work has gotten really busy and I don't have the time to experiment. So that seems to be what I cut out of my schedule first. I'll start, you know, I'm, I'm working on freelance projects. I'm working on my class projects, working on my YouTube videos. Videos. If I don't have the time for that experimentation, that's usually the first thing to go because that doesn't, well, to be quite frank, it doesn't bring in the money. It will in the future. It's an investment. It's like putting money in your Roth IRA when you're, you know, at your first job when you're 20 years old so that when you're 65, you have a bunch of, you know, tax-free cash to live off of. You know, it's an investment. It's the same thing as investing in a retirement account. You're putting in that money today. You're putting in that time today so that it will pay out over time. It'll make all of the other practicing that you're doing, all the other painting, crafting, creating that you do through the future, it's going to make that richer, okay? It is an investment, just like putting money in a retirement account. And I want you to think of it that way because sometimes it can feel like we're just screwing around and wasting time. But friends, screwing around is part of being an artist. It's part of being a crafter. If we never screw around, then we are not going to come up with those really cool ideas that nobody else has thought of before. So keep that in mind the next time you have a couple hours to play. It's totally fine to screw around with your art supplies and see what they do. That's all I have for you this week. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I appreciate you listening. And until next time, happy crafting. Bye now.